You want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you instantly won $10, $100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of getting stuff done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a show about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. Tonight is a special episode. First of all, it's our 200th episode. Is it? It really is. Oh, well timed. Second of all, and most importantly, we have seen Suicide just Squad. Absolutely fuck our show and it's episode numbered Suicide yeah, Squad. We have seen Suicide Squad. Um, before getting into this review, we will be hitting up spoilers in a few minutes. Uh, I think we're going to give a spoiler-free review up first. Like, you know, we've already had requests for that. and yeah. So let's just do Put that. It, last time. Um, it is no spoiler that Rotten Tomatoes has this thing at about, what, 27, 33, something like that. Uh, the last I heard. Something in um, what people are calling the the Batman vs. Superman range. Yeah. Um, so... First off, does it deserve that rating? I I would say no. What would you say? That's a positive no. Okay. But uh, we have been accused now of being fanboys after our Batman v Superman opinions. I can't believe that. Go listen to our error reviews. (laughs) Tell me me we're fanboying it up here. Depending on the episode or the week, you can do that with Gotham or Supergirl as well. Yeah, yeah. But. Although I found myself missing Gotham the other day. Really? Yeah, no. I missing it. Like, actually missing like it. Actively missing Gotham. Yeah. I remembered that clone at the end of the thing and, and thought, ah, oh, I really want to know about that. It's just too linked to the Fish Mooney bitch. Yeah. Oh. I had forgotten about Fish Mooney. Yeah. And anyway, this is this is Suicide Squad. Um, Alright, so I don't think this is anywhere near as egregious as they're making it out to be. I thought it was, I think it, you had a perfect, a perfect statement when we came out. You, you were just whelmed. You weren't whelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Underwhelmed. You were just Which whelmed. is, uh, Which I guess many, is many will know, a Young Justice uh, callback. But <laughs> I was perfectly whelmed. Right. I, I, I This thing did not break the barriers of what a movie is supposed to be. It did not, you no. know, it didn't, didn't rewrite the book. It's not going to be the, my favorite movie of all time. But damn it, I had a good time. Yeah, I had a fine time. Um uh, my girlfriend Bethany actually uh, described uh, the Joker as young Gary Busey, which cracked me up. Yeah, and kind of fit and may have ruined the film for you. May have ruined all future <laughs> Joker appearances for me. Although I, I walked out with what I think is maybe now the best rule that I, I, I've been able to conceive uh, for whether someone did a good job with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Would you like to find yourself in an alley with this guy? No, oh, no. And yeah, th- this guy's creepy enough that yeah. Absolutely not. I'm out of there. Right. <laughs> I'm out of there. Her statement actually made me think, why hasn't Gary Busey played the Joker? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. I think he probably has in his private time. <laughs> so, Doug the acting. Yeah, I don't think anyone really did a bad job here. Yeah, and you know, I've heard a lot of reviews say that it seemed like there was a bunch of stuff cut out. There was some stuff that I didn't see in there that we did see in the trailers. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I was kind of okay with those things not being there. Um, I think one of the least... Well, I think one of the things that bothered me the most about the movie is... I think... And I I hate to say this, but I think the best parts were in the trailers. (laughs) I hate to say that. No, I mean, I I would still disagree. Because, like, the the thing that I was uh, uh, impressed with... Uh, with this movie, with all the leaks and all the set photos and everything, mm-hmm. and, and you know this has been going on for a year and a half now, it seems like. Um, 
we felt like we'd seen so damn much of the movie. We hadn't seen mm-hmm. more than 30 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, everything... You, this is still the spoiler-free section, right? Yes. Yeah. So, everything you've seen in a trailer, mm-hmm. you haven't made it 30 minutes into this movie. Yeah. I mean, there's just... And some of it... You, moments. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know. Obviously, there there's some stuff in... Uh, and, incidentally, we were right on the news episode about that last trailer about where it belonged. Mm-hmm. Which act it belonged in. But, um... That's only to say that there is some stuff that's later, but for the most part, the the stuff you've been teased yeah. with is yeah. just the stuff that got you know, just getting your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone did a fine job with acting. I thought, um, God, Margot Robbie killed it. Just yeah, just absolutely. Um, and I did not realize how like pretty and menacing her smile is until I saw it. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I mean, I did, but just it's, have you not seen the same trailers? Just, just got a joyful <laughs> smile. Um, I just had so much time with it tonight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Leto. Um, I, I I want him to appear. I want him to appear many times. I want to see him do more. Yeah. That being I, said, he's not my Joker. <laughs> he's just not. He's just not. And you would think with like the, how popular the Arkham games were, they were gonna try to. And I knew they weren't because I've seen the trailers. Yeah. But you would just think like, God, can't you try to be like Mark Hamill a little bit? Like, no, I didn't want him to. Yeah. I really didn't. I didn't I, want him know, to do part anything of me that had happened before. Yeah, part of me didn't want to see that again. And part of me was like, oh, come on. You but know, I, I, I go back and forth. Like, I really want it. I really want to see someone try something new with, with the Joker and uh, really knock it out of the park. Um, it's the never-ending battle. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a fine job. want to see more of him. Uh, Jared Leto was saying that a lot of his stuff was cut out of the movie, so I don't... This doesn't feel like a movie that I really want an Ultimate Edition to. Oh, no, I, I, I do, and I, I feel like it's a movie where there's an Ultimate Edition in the You weeds. think it's coming? Yeah, I think it's coming. Think I think we coming? got 30 minutes of footage, probably, <laughs> that we're, we're supposed to get. Okay. The, well, um, that's not official, right? You haven't heard, not a, heard that. No, not a damn thing. But um, I'd stake my $25 that I'm going to pre-order this, uh, yeah. this movie on. Yeah. But, you know, I... I guess I'll I'll just Deadshot absolutely was the uh, I think the the center of the movie yeah and um, they they weren't wrong about that what they were wrong about I feel like was all of these statements about I feel a little lied to because I feel like they Batman oh, we didn't see Batman really from the viewpoint of the villains we really didn't we didn't see well, him as the villain we did there's a scene we'll talk about in a second kind of we, we kind of did but I think yeah um. So yeah, um, the the uh, I will say this before we're getting out of the spoiler-free section. Don't rack your brain about the big bad. It's just a thing. <laughs> it's you know, it's there's not a great mystery. I am actually it's really glad okay. we haven't spent like a ton of time trying to you know suss that out. Yeah, we, we've mused about it here and there, but it's been eh, right. eh and we've mostly been joking around. Mm-hmm. I think. But um, would you would you say that the the reports are false that the storyline is just completely like confusing, like yes, a me- whole mess? Like I didn't think anything Absolute. was confusing at all. I'll give it this. Um, well, I'll give it many things, but I, I I don't get to give a lot of movies this. It's a mm-hmm. really tight story. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, God. I mean, come on. We saw it one time. Please forgive me, everyone, if I'm wrong sure. about this. But there aren't a lot of plot holes happening here. It's actually a pretty tight movie. The plot holes that I saw, that was like, aha! Like, they went back and showed you what happened. I went, aha! Oh, oh. okay. Oh. Yeah, alright. Well, that works. I mean, there's only one thing I can think of, and it still seems like it's probably got a pretty reasonable explanation. Mm-hmm. But that's that's for the spoiler section. Okay. And, and just so you guys are, are wondering, me, me and Jason haven't really talked about this before we're doing this, yeah. this show. Yeah. Uh, we came over to his house, and there were some dogs running around, so we got to play with those. Yeah. And, as one would do. Yeah. So, we, we, I'm not secretly, you know, we're not like, hush, hush. We're just going to talk about this. <laughs> I don't know what the hell Jason's talking about. All right. Um, absolutely go see this movie. It's worth your time. I'm not going to say it's the best damn thing ever, but uh, it's still better than the Thor movies. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I left completely pleased. Yeah. I was. I left pleased, but with a feeling of, well, I I just ate a lot of candy. I don't know what the point was, but that was a lot of fun. 
I don't know where this got me, but I enjoyed the journey. Where it got us, though, where it got us was we now have a Harley Quinn in the universe. We now have a Joker in the universe. We've seen Batman interact with those cats. Um, and we have magic in the universe. Yeah. So Like real serious magic. Yeah. So it's done that. It's introduced I mean, magic. And we're still not spoiling anything. There was Enchantress yeah. here. We, yeah. You should have known. You should have known. You should know. But, you know, if they did, and I think they're doing that Justice League Dark animated movie to test the waters for it, for it but... Uh, See if it can hold up. Yeah. Part of Justice League Dark's story, if they decide to do it, has already been, like, part of their job has already been done for them. They have this in-universe working. It's been, you know, it's there. Yeah. So. That's the end of the, the spoiler-free zone, guys. Go, uh, go check out the movie. Uh, if you want to cut it off right here, dconscreen.com for all of our episodes, everything leading up to, and, uh, all right. So if if you join us back, hit about the 10 minute mark or so, and we'll see you there. So spoilers begin. Spoilers beginning. Are there spoilers to be had? Yeah. I feel, (laughs) I feel like nothing happened in a lot of ways. Like, there were a couple things we knew. Like, yeah. Slipknot, Doob is dead. Yeah, well, I mean, Doob we, we survived that. Was... They didn't say that. <laughs> that was hardly worth... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's going to be the example. Um, and I called that exactly. Like, yeah. literally, like, oh, it's the scene where he shoots away, they're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. That's not... I, I'm not being clever. No. That's not that reading was... tea leaves. <laughs> no, like, uh, and you could look in the trailers, he's not in the, any of the group shots. Nothing. After that point. Nothing. Like, he's just, like, you see him just zipping gone. away. That's the only thing we see him do in the movie. Aside from just standing around. And they even kind of, like, broadcast it. There's, like, foreshadowing. Kind of. Where, like, Amanda Waller gives us, like, the down low on everyone but Slipknot. And they're like, oh, yeah, and this asshole with ropes. Yeah. And there's that guy. <laughs> he doesn't get his cute backstory up front. He doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah. I But I think, you know, we've been like, oh, man, they're just not letting us know who this big bad villain is. We don't know who the adversary is. Do the math. It's because we just didn't, we weren't going to care. Yeah. And they knew we weren't going to care. Right. And they everyone, didn't have somebody in their way. Like, I kind of hope they did, but I'm not yeah. really all that frustrated by what happened. I'm not either. I, I just, you know, I... Like if we if seriously if they pulled out like oh Despero or something like yeah. I was joking about that the other day but yeah if we pulled out like oh my god it's Atrocitus or something right. it, it, that would have blown my mind it'd been fantastic but <laughs> it's never really gonna happen yeah no and, and I, don't, I was pretty okay with it like it wasn't a movie about the villain it, well the secondary villain I guess Enchantress herself yeah but it wasn't. I mean, and in a way, it was a movie about all the villains. And I, I feel like the main villain, really, anyway, was Amanda Waller the whole time. Yeah. So She's actually... And, yeah. And uh, to be fair to Ayer and company, I don't think they were giving us a false lead with yeah. Enchantress isn't really the villain. I think they really were talking about... Yeah, all the gnarly shit that went down would not have gone down if Amanda Waller had half a brain. <laughs> well, she has plenty of brains, but she just... She got cocky. And was like, oh, oh I can the, control this freaking witch over it's here. It's really fun to watch her. Like, through the film, you actually see her <laughs> realize she got too cocky a couple times. Like, when the plane goes, no. uh, when the helicopter goes down, there's a moment where she kind of drops her jaw and thinks, oh, my career's over. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not done. my life, my yeah. career's over. And she is probably the worst person in the film. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bear in mind, I don't mean the worst character. She's a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. But the worst person in the film, right? Like she puts down those FBI agents like uh, like rabid dogs. Mm-hmm. Those people with families, they probably had dates later. Like that—that that was, as Will Smith put it, gangster. Yeah, like, that that was that was rough. Yeah. The good news about these terrible reviews, though, they didn't really spend that much money on this movie, and they weren't expecting it to be the big thing that it kind of became. In the marketing, I think they spent like more money on the marketing and just realized they may have. I swear to God, it seemed like they got into it and thought, you know what, this is this is actually pretty easy to market. We've got so many characters we can play with. We'll pull this whole like hallucinogenic color palette out. That that may have been their downfall too, though. Was overhyped? The yeah, overhyped. Like the people who were they had editing those trailers were so damn good (laughs) at like getting me excited for this movie. 
that like I went in just thinking like, oh man, this is gonna like break the mold. It's gonna yeah, change everything. Right in the dirt. This is gonna be like every this best comic book movie, the best one of the best movies. Yeah. And then it just wasn't. It was a perfectly serviceable movie <laughs> about a lot of fun characters. It, it's really like I, I feel like we're somehow defending it for being a good movie. Which seems like an odd position to be in. Yeah. Because the, the think, hype said so much more. Well, yeah. And I don't I just don't understand why it's getting the reviews it's getting. Like there I know that there was a huge complaint that like there was a character in the film who did a thing that just seemed completely out of character and I don't think they would do that. I don't know who that person was talking about or these people were talking about. Because I, I thought a couple of times there there were a couple of things that could have been one it either could have been uh, El Diablo his sacrifice that all made sense that made sense to me perfect sense the one that didn't make sense though was Deadshot not killing Harley no that made sense eh. he said like two scenes before he said I, I don't kill women I don't kill children yeah he does but when his family's involved <clears throat> well even then he it, it, he didn't she yeah. didn't threaten to kill his family she threatened yeah. to well, she didn't even threaten. She offered yeah. to give him back his family to some extent. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, I, it, it seemed like the internal decision for him was, you know, if I do get my family back, I don't want it to be because I'm a goddamn mercenary. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be just because I'll shoot anyone that someone asked me to right. shoot just to see my daughter. Like He actually wants saying... his daughter to respect him at some point. So that all made sense to yeah. me. Yeah, I'm not saying I can't make it make sense. I didn't even think I had to make it make sense. Yeah. all just I mean, flowed. it... I mean, he tells Flag in the, yeah. the scenes before it, just you know, we're, I'm going to get you there. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be like out of the They're, Bible and yeah, everything. It's a good, right. good you're side, right. good scene. Yeah. You're right. Speaking I, of, you know, I, I can let all that go. That's fine. Like, I that was the only one I could try to like push that idea on. Is what I'm saying. I mean, like, those are the two that I would think. I, I think I see where you're going, but yeah. just, it's still I, those still to me made sense. Yeah, I. I, I mean, Diablo's got this irredeemable backstory. Yeah, he kind of had to go. He kind of did have to he go. He kind of had to like make this make the sacrifice. By the play. way, badass, <laughs> bad, bad, badass. Yeah, I mean, damn. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I I was a little underwhelmed, I guess, with Killer Croc's physique. Yeah, a little bit. I thought he'd be a little more swole. Yeah, there was some. Uh, I don't know. Some slow motion in that last fight scene that was a little. I, that is my main my main jibe for the entire film as a as a as a movie, not even no. as a like. Hey, let's look at this. Well, kind of started doing the DCEU. that. It kind of started doing that. And they, I was like, eh, this feels. I don't know. Purposefully or not, like Deadpool, and I was waiting on a I was waiting on a punchline. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, because it, it it's a movie that gave itself. Willingly to punchlines. They did. Uh, and, and you know, there was a moment where, and uh, people are going to hate me saying this, but there was a moment in the slow motion mm-hmm. where A, I thought I probably have time to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I'm sitting there thinking, like, all right, I know, I'm, I, I know this is not going to be a popular opinion, but I kind of miss Snyder right now because uh-huh. this would be a really great time for that fast motion, slow motion thing he does. Mm hmm. Like, she tosses the gun really quickly, and then it flows in the air, and then it goes yeah. really quickly again, and then yeah. Croc moves his arm really fast, and then it floats in the air, and then it goes really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, that some three hundred, yeah, cinematography wouldn't have hurt my feelings one bit right there. There were a couple of bits in the fight scenes where I felt like, oh, that would have been looked better if Patty Jenkins was directing it, <laughs> just because I've seen the trailer for Wonder Woman now. Like, I saw a couple of moves in there. I was like, ah, I think uh, I saw someone better do this better. I think, uh, um, I think I'm going to look forward to her doing it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, it's a movie I'll be happy to place on my shelf. Oh, hell yeah. Next to my, yeah. you know, Ultimate Edition BVS. And I, I, I'm, a, I'm an Amazon guy, and as soon as that thing's available, it's, it's, it's getting primed. <laughs> the moment yeah I you know I I was happy with Enchantress she seemed pretty creepy oh perfectly and, uh, creepy yeah I mean exactly that perfectly uh, creepy and her big brother didn't see that one coming but I guess I should have um I yeah but then you know then again it was possible yeah we were dreaming big we were dreaming big we were thinking wow yeah we yeah. were thinking wow Ayer was thinking now <laughs> 
and it did work just fine. The plot moved on. It worked. It was. It, was, it wasn't a. If it was a bigger villain, it would have taken away from the story we were supposed to be getting. Which yeah, was, and which was you know, and for a minute I thought, well, okay, and for a while I've now been thinking, but I'm just working through this now on the show because this is therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's, yeah. it's just another you know fold of what mankind is going through with these superpowers with Amanda Waller. And, uh, you know, because I said, you know, well, why did we have this movie? Well, we're kind of seeing what the government's doing with powers. And oh, they have a wonderful couple of and that's uh, fine. Couple that's scenes the... up front that, that mention, like, hey, Superman's dead. There's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that acknowledges here's where we are yeah. now. And it's it's perfect for Amanda Waller to be the person mm-hmm. who, in a world that's, that's full of new powers and new possibilities, mm-hmm. she'd be the person who says, okay, that's cool. I'm going to shield myself with all that shit. Right. Like... It would be her thought to weaponize this new mm-hmm. problem instead of actually kowtowing mm-hmm. to it. And, you know, it, it also, that, that mid-credits sequence, it provides a great jumping-on point for Justice League to yeah. show how, like, where Bruce got more specifics on yes. these characters. Yeah. And why Bruce isn't already on top of of uh, taking down the Suicide Squad. or whatever. Well, he did. He was like, shut the shit down or me and my friends will. Well, it didn't say or. It just said you should. Me and my friends will do this for you. It's like, it's like an offer mm-hmm. on the table. Yeah. They oh, got, I thought he was saying that he that you should shut this down or we'll do it for you. Like we'll shut or. it down for it you. It definitely wasn't ultimatum. It was. It was okay. like me and my shut, friends will do what you're wanting. Okay. We're about to do this well, for that you. That works kind of too. Yeah. It was an offer. But um, I love that she knows who who he is. She stop working nights. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> and you know, for I kept any, thinking, Shirley, you're not having this conversation without knowing who this guy is. Like Bruce Wayne doesn't just no. walk up to you and want secret file. No, come on, come on, lady, and admit it, it. You know, it answers one of those questions from the comics. How the hell does Amanda Waller not know who Batman is? Like Amanda Damn Waller. Yeah. Like how do we? That, that solves one of the big problems for me. That's always been there from from the the Batman books. It's like, okay, this billionaire. Everyone thinks is dead. Comes back and like the next week, Batman shows up. Bullshit. Yeah, you've got like four families in Gotham. Only one of these guys could have the money. That has the money to be Batman. Yeah. How, is, how are you guys not catching this? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he adopts a kid. Suddenly, Batman has a kid sidekick. Bullshit. <laughs> someone, someone, look around. Someone. Yeah. He adopts a kid who gets killed, and suddenly there's no more Robin. Bullshit. What are we doing here? Anyway. Why did DHR not figure this out immediately? <laughs> Why is there not an investigation? Yeah. Um, For social service. Because Amanda Waller's just like, we need him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so, went and shot the two agents who thought about actually investigating it. Right in the head. Yeah. Right before they had dinner with their their, their significant others. Because <laughs> she rolls like that. Yeah. So, it also bridges a nice... Uh, con- or not bridges, but it makes a nice contrast with Justice League. Mm-hmm. Being that we've seen now the the villains and where this teamwork shit can go kind of wrongish, yeah, and yeah, I mean that it makes a good you know. Sorry, I'm just working through this. Like I said, it's therapy. Yeah, um, Rolling the movie may be better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've had to had right. time to cogitate it, it's right. it's really digging it. Right. And something of uh, again, we're all working this stuff out. Um, something yeah. I'm liking about it is it's in Midway City. Which mm-hmm. in the universe the DCU is building is between Gotham right between and Gotham and Metropolis. Metropolis yeah. So like, did you they have... say why it was absolutely entirely freaking abandoned? Oh no, it has several signs like mandatory evacuation. Okay, yeah, there, okay. there are several signs in in the awesome. on the streets and stuff. I didn't catch that. Glad it's there. It's <laughs> it's in like thank you. If there's a Times Square for mid uh, for Midway City, you see it on the board there. Um, but something that's cool about it is you it. Um, in a in a meta sense, Gotham City represents the the worst of what could happen and one mm-hmm. man one man can do about it. And Metropolis represents the worst of all possible fears or hopes, mm-hmm. depending on mm-hmm. how you feel about how the Superman character acted. <laughs> right. Like if you go Luthor with it, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. But if you're the average person, you're thinking, "Oh my God, we this guy can help us all." Like it's, mm-hmm. He's a symbol of hope and everything. And to have this happen right in between in Midway City, where someone decides, this is the um, this is the battle we're gonna have to fight for, for like for, uh, this is the new kind of battle. This is the World War Three, as you described mm-hmm. it. Like to have it happen right in between it, I thought it was actually pretty, yeah, poetic. It, it worked. 
as a as a framework. Yeah, and it, it's it's good. a really good example of um, even on this team, some of them really are meta, and some of them are just really mm-hmm. capable humans. Mm-hmm. Like there are scenes in the in the last couple of fight scenes, you see you know Harley apologize like I'm sorry, like she just cocks around <laughs> the back of the head and didn't do shit. You just got a baseball bat. I'm sorry, like you, it's impressive yeah. you even got the hit in. But it is just a baseball bat, and that is an interdimensional witch. She has a yeah. She has a really great uh, human moment too, where she thinks Joker's dead. Yeah, and she's like on the verge of breaking down, sitting on top of that car, and throws then she the sees them away like, either. yeah, she throws the the pudding necklace away. I think it's a, is choker. It a choker. Yeah, it's yeah. A choker. Um, then she sees the rest of the squad walk up, and she like <laughs> kind of just pulls it together. Really not, badly. Not, yeah, not enough. Really like, badly. You, you see the rest of the squad, yeah. too. Like, you, You're waiting for one of them to say sorry about your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Because they all know. I mean, yeah. they, everyone in that community, everybody knows Joker and Harley are a thing. Like, mm-hmm. You do not mess with those two. And mess that, with one, you yeah. get the other, and so on. And that Waller bit where she said they became the, the king and queen of Gotham. Yeah. Gosh, I wanted to see more of that. Uh-huh. I wanted to see so much more of that. Is it the Azarello? Is Brown Azarello? Is that the writer? Yeah. Joker? I think so. I, I do think... I, I think they pulled more from that than anything else for mm. his character. Yeah. Because this guy is just a mob boss, man. I mean, yeah. he, he's the the last guy in a, in a community of last guys you don't want to mess with. Mm-hmm. He's the ultimate last guy you want to mess with. And they have a fantastic scene about that, too. Yeah. Though mob boss, I know he always dressed like a gangster in the old com in the comics and stuff. Yeah, I know. But I always kind of just really preferred the idea that Joker, even though he dresses like that, he's got boys. You mm-hmm. know, he's got henchmen and, and shit. I always just kind of really liked the idea that he was like. I always just thought the idea that that mob system was a little too uh, hierarchical for Joker. Like it was just a little too organized. Somewhat along the lines of. The real Joker wouldn't sit still long enough to get all those tats. <laughs> like, <laughs> he probably did, and then just killed the yeah, guy who gave him the tat uh, afterward. Anyway. Like every little prick of the thing, he just kills the guy and brings in another tattoo guy to change it. Oh, you know something I didn't think about? Um, did we the prison guard, the the piece of shit prison guard? Mm-hmm. Hardly laughs at him and says, "You're so screwed," or something like that. Yeah, she does. What happened to him? I don't think anything happened to him. Not that we saw. I don't think. I mean, I assume that he killed him later just because, mm. like, pulled a Charlie on him or something. But yeah, that may have been a thing. I, I, that may have been something. I think that may have been a, a, a loop left on, on I mean, Cinch. It's not that we really necessarily need it. Uh, I, mean, I feel pretty sure that guy's dead. Yeah, at the end, Joker breaks Harley out. I'm pretty sure that guy died. Surely. Or he forced him to get him in there. Yeah. That would be something the Joker would do. Yeah. Just need one favor, Charlie. Just need one favor. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> um, gotta say, I was a little disappointed that Scott Eastwood wasn't Dick Grayson. Like, I know, I've heard the reports that he wasn't. I heard the reports. I knew. I know. But I was still hoping. I was holding out hope that, like, that mid credit scene was, while the mid credit scene we got was badass, yeah. I, I would have been a little more excited if, like, I think I would have been a little more excited. If you know, he just been like Bruce, I'm in. You know, something, something, something. But... Well, speaking of mid credit scene, though, which gets me back to Bruce, which gets me back to a point you made before the spoilers point. <laughs> um, there really were like, I think it was Batman from the 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 perspective of of these guys. Really, I do. Okay. I like for us, it's always going to be uh, Batman taking down the bad guy. But like when you see like what's the one thing he wanted to do, Deadshot. He wanted to. He wanted to have shot Batman in that out. Same clothing, mm-hmm. same alley, same whole thing. He just. He just wanted to take that guy out because mm-hmm. that is the guy. That I mean, I know it was his his daughter that ultimately thwarted him here, mm-hmm. but that's the guy who set up. This, uh, he was the catalyst of the situation that got him away from his yeah. daughter. I guess the okay. There are two different. Another way, the shot of him, like knocking out Harley underwater, was hilarious. Yes. Just hilarious. It was amazing. <laughs> Pop. Um, <laughs> this is a lot closer to the Batman I wanted in Batman vs Superman, but I mean, someone did say who was it said that this is the closest uh, to Batman the animated series that you've ever seen? Yeah, probably. I, I forget who the hell it was that said that, but I think they were right. Yeah, I I, I loved how Batman was like, 
I don't want to do this in front of your daughter. Yep. But, um, that took away from the promise of, you know, the from the criminal's perspective, Batman being the villain, because I felt like, you know, if Deadshot is remembering Batman going, I don't want to do this in front of your daughter, I think Deadshot is reasonable enough to be like, you know what, that was pretty solid of him. Like, well, he is, but that's the same, like, it, it, they weren't going to polarize any character. They, they weren't going to make anybody static. Like, yeah. even Batman in this movie wasn't going to come across as, like, almost got him. You know, it, it wasn't right. going to come across that way. Yeah. Like, even then, it was... And that's actually... I can't... Four, I don't want to put that... Shot, yeah, like, I don't want to put that off on the movie and, like, blame the movie because, just because the director and some of the actors made some promises that just weren't there. I don't think they weren't. I don't. I don't think it wasn't that they uh, that they weren't there necessarily. Right. Because like, you do see, like from the perspective of Harley, just mm-hmm. out on date night with with Mister J, you know, <laughs> and it gets interrupted. Yeah. And he bails on her ass like he always does. Uh, that was pitch perfect. That was wasn't beautiful. it? Wasn't it? That uh, was beautiful. Everything about when when she was mentioning codependency and stuff that stuff she was talking about, everything mm-hmm. about it is absolutely on point. Mm-hmm. Like she should not be in this relationship one damn bit, and there she is. If there was a weak point there, and I think that weak point is always kind of there, but it's done been done better in other places. I feel like they could they should have shown us more of like the sob stories. The reasons that mad love, yeah, they should have love. seen a little bit more of mad love. Yeah. I wanted to see the reasons that the Joker. Well, they gave you just the one line, like, yeah. "Well, she thought she was fixing him, but she was falling in love with him." Yeah, that's the quick and easy line, but I needed that a was little mad bit love more. In, in one quick. Yeah, I kind of. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't have minded that, but I also I, I feel like that may be some of what Leto was talking about when he said some of the stuff got cut. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they didn't actually shoot something mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. And disappointed now. Yeah, I'd be down for seeing that. You know, that that's a good point. I'll take back what I said earlier. I do want to see the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> if that's in there, I do want to see it. Um, I'll see it anyway. Yeah. You'll watch all the deleted scenes. But come on, Warner Brothers, you gotta pull it together. Stop making movies where we need the Ultimate Cut later. Yeah. God. Yeah. I don't want this to be the, the issue. Well, we can't, as fans, keep arguing that point. Well, if you watch the Ultimate Edition. No, don't do that no. to us. Don't do that to us. We want to... We, we want to... You know how much credibility we lost over yeah. saying, oh, but Batman vs. Superman is good. There are people that have never talked to us since that. We did. We lost people. And we will now yeah. as well. Yeah, probably. But, I don't know. Kick rocks. I got nothing. <laughs> Moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, watch the Ultimate Edition. We stand by. <laughs> yeah. And Africa makes sense. <laughs> and I don't know what the issue with this movie really is completely as far as it being a confusing mess as I've seen all over the place because it's I don't not. I it was a confusing mess in any capacity. No. Like it, the, the movie itself held together pretty tightly. I don't, I don't think there's anything I could have... Um, I'm going to put it this way. As far as your average movie goes, especially mm-hmm. your average, you know, action, uh, big summer movie thing, yeah. man, this thing holds together a lot better yeah. than your average Potter. Absolutely. Is it weird? Yes. Yeah. Is it in the DC Universe? Yep. Yep. You probably shouldn't skip it. Probably. Um, <laughs> I mean... You know, I don't know. Maybe Warner Brothers just shuts it all down. Nope, they've already they're already shooting Wonder Woman and Justice League. They're yeah. not gonna shut it down. Oh, and I I realized this the other day. Um, okay, so England uh, separated itself from uh, the EU, right? Apparently the the, the, the pound is Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the the pound is down like fifteen cents mm-hmm. from the the uh, what's the EU's currency? Pound and the what? Um, the euro? Alright, the euro. euro. Hey. They're down from the euro. I read this in passing, guys. But it, it occurred to me, holy shit, the cost of filming the Justice League just went down. <laughs> we might get better graphics out of this. Oh. We actually might. But it's oh. already been made. Speaking of the Justice League. Yeah. I love seeing Flash. Flash? I love seeing Flash so much. Oh. Like, that was so nice. What was it? I was, I was having tea with my nana, and 
something. I don't know. <laughs> or just having tea with Manhattan and blah, blah, And then there was a red, red streak appeared. Like, Bullshit, you were robbing a bank. No, We cost you in a diamond emporium <laughs> or whatever. Like, it... <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed Boomerang. And I fun. liked hearing uh, uh, Courtney's stories later about like, oh, yeah, probably should have known that's what they were filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird when they pulled me on wires. Yeah, that was a little strange. I mean, for for God's sake, though, it's a movie with a bunch of like CGI creatures, atta- like eyeballed creatures yeah. attacking. Yeah. Like, I could see him not thinking that was the Flash, you know. Mm-hmm. And by the time they were doing this, they had just barely cast the damn thing. Like, it, yeah, I don't think that is. I don't think it's imperative that we get a Suicide Squad too. I don't care. I want to see these characters again. I, I think that is in itself why we have to have the Suicide Squad too. Because I don't know where else Joker's going to show up. Well, one, Harley, like we already know Margot Robbie is uh, in talks with Warner Brothers to do like a Harley Quinn female-based thing. Which originally was thought to be maybe a Birds of Prey kind maybe of Maybe a Birds of Prey, maybe yeah. a Gotham Sirens type of situation, but... Yeah. Uh, Any of that. Give me, give me, give me. Yeah. yeah and well, <laughs> but they were saying, yes like, without announcing it, that they were kind of probably waiting on the Suicide Squad to see what was happening yeah. with that. Um, good part of the good, the good news there is that no one's got a damn bad thing to say about Harley Quinn in this thing. Not a damn thing. So. That's the funny part is, like, I don't know if anyone's going to have anything bad to say about any particular point. Oh, not, not real. Not <laughs> Like, it was. You know. Don't get me wrong. I've seen this movie a thousand times. Like it, yeah. It is just a, an anti-hero, a, like an anti-hero film, like an yeah. anti-hero squad film. Like, mm-hmm. We've done this before. I grew up watching Dirty Dozen. I loved Dirty Dozen, mm-hmm. and it was appropriate that they had a trailer for the Magnificent Seven. Before. It was um, just disturbingly appropriate. Um, I mean, I it, it's not. It's 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 pretty basic as far like they, yeah. they didn't rewrite anything but enjoy the hell out of it yeah it was uh it was more than perfectly serviceable oh yeah yeah less than the stellar thing that you think is going to (laughs) be or that you thought it was going to be before rotten tomatoes came out and ruined your day yeah which you know there's something there's no way that movie was that bad (laughs) there's just something's wrong rotten tomatoes is is a, a broken beast like there's no way this movie was 30%. Well, it's got like a 44 on Metacritic, which I'm uses sure. a different algorithm. Different. Oh, it bothers with an algorithm? That's Yeah, cute. it actually bothers... Uh, like the critics... It, look, these scores are the way they are because the critics are... Most of the big critics are actively hating this movie. Yeah, that's um, fine. It, 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 and we've uh, we've actually gone over it with uh, previous episodes about Rotten Tomatoes, and it's, it's absurdly flawed. Like, it, it's not mm-hmm. actually... Sure. It's not actually that everyone put out, like, I love this movie 30%, and mm-hmm. that became their vote. It's, well, I gave this movie a 7. Well, unless it's an 8 or above, I think it was. Uh, I forgot the particulars, but it, there's a, a high mark. Yeah, I thought it was like 7 or 6, something like that. 7 or 6. Yeah. Anyway, so somewhere around the 7 mark, just give me credit here as an average. Uh, somewhere around the 7 mark, if the movie's not above that, mm-hmm. it becomes a 0%. If the movie's above that, it becomes 100%. Yeah, because the, the, bin- the binary uh, attribution is that's just, what it is. Yeah, it's way off. It's, it's not a fair system. It's really not. I've I've done statistics a lot of ways, and that is not one of the good ones. Yeah. It, so bottom not. line, think for yourself. Don't read the critics, or just listen to us, or just avoid Rotten Tomatoes. Do what we tell you to do. Don't do what they tell you to do. They'll tell you to go watch. You know. Boyhood a third time. Watch Boyhood. It's pretty good. They Watch Suicide every, Squad Everyone's going to cry back, you don't own me. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. vaguely remember that Eminem album that was really pretty good. Yes. That's where I learned about that song. Thanks. Thanks, Recovery. <laughs> All right. So, um, no. you, you got anything else on this? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, worthless. Um, if anything, I'd, I'd, 
I would parry the DVD cells of Batman vs Superman against the Rotten Tomatoes, you know, rating. Yeah. It's been number one for a minute. Like I mean, the it people was for bought a while. the film. The people bought the film. Yeah, it's it's made us money, man. It's made us money. Yeah, I think they got over that billion part uh, with the DVD sales finally. Yeah, and everyone you know is oh, kind of right. jumping on the whole. Well, we didn't have legs thing. Well, it's the summer where a civil war and a Suicide Squad are also coming out, and well, that's about my... to save their rubles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my uh, my counter argument, though. Well, not even counter argument. It's, it's like part two of my argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, BBS and Suicide Squad are not that bad. Right. Via Rotten Tomatoes. And two, Civil War is not that good. No, it's not as good. Here's the other thing. And though. don't don't just take that as a pull quote. I love that movie. But it's not 98% good. Yeah, I liked it, but it's not 98% good. Like, I'm buying yeah. that shit. It's yeah. happening. That's the best <laughs> Spider-Man I've ever Here's fucking seen. Here's the problem. But it's not 98%. And this might be why we don't have news on an Ultimate Edition of Suicide Squad, because before Batman v Superman ever came out, they had already said they were going to put out the Ultimate Edition that was more of Zack Snyder's actual vision. Yeah. So people with half a brain who were, you know, practical about that shit, not putting down anybody who went to see the movie and paid the money in the theater, because I certainly did, but I, I want to see that shit. But could not help myself. But you're saying there are people that probably went. Yeah, there are people like, for you twenty bucks. I'm going to go ahead and get the yeah. ultimate edition later. Oh, I'll just get the DVD later because well, pre-order I mean, that in if, a couple weeks. Oh, if that's going to no be the problem. real movie. I'm not going to go pay twelve bucks for a damn trailer, a glorified trailer, two and a half. I don't know trailer. what percent of people would have made that decision, but there has to be a percent. I mean, I've talked to people like at, at my job who were just like, "So you're saying that there's an ultimate edition coming out that's going to be like three hours long?" Yeah. Yeah. So I probably shouldn't go see it in the movie. I was like, I want to say yes, but probably not. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, it may. I mean, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know which one would be the better version. I've seen it. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. I was like, Whereas, you know, like, I, I'm like jumping the... on the whole like, hey, look, man, you don't know if it's gonna be like a butterfly effect type of thing. You know, like they had a completely different ending when the director's cut. You don't yeah. want to, you know, mess with that. So I'd say go to the theater, but. Maybe not. Yeah, I think a lot of people were doing that. So I ran into uh, at least one case where, like, I I bought the Blu-ray, loaned it to somebody, Mm -hmm. and the one of that family was Mm -hmm. just bound and determined they were just going to watch the DVD because they didn't want to go to the living room to watch it. No, Um, I I I couldn't convince them that. No, seriously, man, seriously, like. I don't know what amount of comfort you have watching it from your bed that's so much worth that. <laughs> but, like, I'll come over and move the Blu-ray player from the living room to your right. bedroom for all I get. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see the theatrical release. Uh, yeah. Sorry. But that's kind of the point. Is you guys shouldn't be putting out two different... Just put out the movie that the filmmaker... Like, WB has very ardently stated, though we're doing this... Just, the filmmaker's vision. This is a David Ayer movie. Bollocks. Bollocks. This you keep firing exact... directors left yeah. and right. You're you're firing directors with the accuracy that Deadshot kills and now there, these things are. there are actual, like a whole bunch of reports, and I haven't jumped into it yet because we haven't done our news episode on that yet, mm-hmm. but there are reports See you in that a couple days. Uh, there's a bunch of shit that was cut out and they like kind of hit and retooled it and it was a much more somber film. Apparently those humor things were true to some degree that they went back and shot things funnier somehow. Yeah. Oh, it's a bunch of the critics are saying it's uneven, so I didn't really think it was uneven. Wait, alright. What do you mean by uneven? They're saying the tone is uneven, like it's funny when it shouldn't be, like they came in and you could just tell they came in and threw in jokes. Which, personally, after seeing the movie, I think they're full of shit. I think they believed, I think these are all people with bias. I think they believed those reports that were coming in about more humor shoots, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it they did reshoot for humor. I don't know. Because they're all liars. They're all trying... Like, everybody's a liar. No, it's a whole whole system. You There's can't, no like... You can't trust, yeah. you know, as much as I want to. And if you hear this, David Ayer, I'm sorry, but you're a liar. <laughs> you're a goose. You're under contract to say shit to sell that movie, to make sure that movie comes off well. Yeah. We don't have that. We don't... We don't give a shit. We'll say you're a fucking liar. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
But we call hey, out and, Mark Guggenheim every episode for this <laughs> shit. Just say, yeah, they made me go back and reshoot something. I don't know. I didn't see it. I thought the movie was good for the most part. And also when someone says it's uneven, it's funny when it shouldn't be, and it's mm-hmm. somber when it shouldn't be, and blah, blah, blah. The same kind of take, you can you can take it and say, oh, my God, the movie really broke a lot of barriers. Mm-hmm. Because like sometimes when you think it's going to be funny, it gets a little somber on you. Sometimes mm-hmm. when it gets too deep, you know, you got that, that humor. Like, it, yeah. It's just the, the other side of the coin, and depending on how you felt about the movie, the, just yeah, a different take. I, I, think, I think a lot of different things have come into play here. I think there were a lot of the critics were expecting it, or they want they either wanted it or expected it to, to fail. Yeah. Uh, because of their own expectation. Um, there is that slight, so there's a small possibility that Disney's just paying critics to shit on it. <laughs> like they're holding their families hostage or something, or there's, their careers. Yeah, they're Disney's is a, Disney's a huge corporation. Who knows? There, I can't say for certain. I have, many, many an outlet has said, and I'm quoting, don't fuck with the mouse. When did Disney take over I don't Marvel? Remember. I really don't. Because I was thinking, like, the last DC movie that actually got, like, a really good review was Dark Knight Rises. If it was, like, around 2012, <laughs> like... That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. I think it was before, though. Okay, was it? I think the Marvel movies, as the current universe is, Or were they just exists. like, no, don't mess with Nolan. We kind of like him. We want to come over to some, do something for this yeah. <laughs> someday. And so help me, one of the one of the trailers was, a is like, a Christian Nolan film. And I, I, like, dropped my head and went, oh, fucking, what have you done now? <laughs> <laughs> My wife like turned to me and said, like looked at me like put her eyebrow off. I was like, "What the hell was that?" After the movie, yeah. after the trailer finished, it was like, "I, okay, I don't look at me. I, I don't know. What to tell you." I think I think Bethany like looked over and was like, "Well, that was awkward." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the first thing I thought was like from the director of the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, Interstellar, and I was like, "These are not selling points." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are for normal people. Don't get me wrong. 70% of the Dark Knight trilogy is just phenomenal. The other 30% is so bad that I just... A third of it's phenomenal. Uh, A third of it's mediocre and a third of it's garbage. That's that's a fair rating, too. (laughs) Sorry, Batman Begins fan. Sorry, between Batman Begins and Dark Knight, because the Dark Knight was so damn good, but... uh, And and they're just little tiny pieces of Dark Knight Rises that are salvageable. Anyway... Batman Begins, they don't talk like people. They have, like, oh, like we must do this. Why are you saying must? That's yeah, weird. everyone's a fucking philosopher. As um, said. Anyway. Like, there's no one in that film that does not have at least a minor in philosophy. <laughs> which is what some people say about Batman v Superman. Yeah. So, no, yeah, and... Which might be fair. You know the crazy part? I completely agree with him on that. It's just that I liked the point they brought up in that universe. You know what? The the real the real thing the is stuff like, I've been wanting to watch happen for a long time. Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is exactly the type of asshole who took one philosophy course and now spouts it like it's like biblical truth. You know, <laughs> like this is how it has to happen, and these are all my no, points. No, he read I'm, like one one yeah. Kafka book, and he read like a couple of Nietzsche uh, essays, right. and it changed his world. He read like the first two chapters of the God Problem. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> changed his world. He's got, like, two Dawkins books on his shelf that he's never actually cracked. (laughs) He read the bit about the rock. Could God lift it? And he went, yes! (laughs) Out the door he went to go find the rock. The kryptonite rock. Don't be wrong. I like making fun of the guy. I also enjoy the philosophy he espoused, so I'm, I'm torn. Right. I'm torn. Right. I, I mean, I'm just saying all that to say I've known people like that. His character was believable. I, I didn't have an issue with it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Little tech kid, asshole. Yeah, probably jumped in some philosophy, got all worked up. Yeah. It works. But anyway, Suicide Squad, I think it's good. Go check it out. Uh, I <laughs> What else do we have? Do we have anything else to say about no, this movie? No, we, we, we screw around enough. If I, we, I, you know, have any more, we'll... You'll get... <laughs> Get the rest of these reviews, the review on Suicide Squad. Yeah, no one's paying us to hype this damn movie. Yeah, we yeah. went and saw it. We think you should go see it. We think you that's, should see it. Let that, us know what for, you call. For zero monies, that's what I'm willing to say. For zero monies. <laughs> Not one rusty nickel. Not one. We've got a couple of rusty nickels. I have one, but no one gave it to me. I found it. 
You didn't pick up. Was it was it tails? <laughs> Waterside Parkway. Was yeah, tails, I was poor, and I don't care if it's tails. Uh, tails side up is bad luck. That's why you're still poor. Yeah. Anyway, compounds the problem. It's like going to Title Max. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Go enjoy Suicide Squad, or if you didn't, let us know why you didn't. Just go see it, because you can't talk to us about it unless you see it. I mean, you can. But I mean, you can, but what are you going to do? I'm afraid you'll come off as woefully ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you can find every episode of DC On Screen at dconscreen.com. Go check us out if you enjoyed our, our rambling here. Uh, we are part of the Giants Has Team Up Network. GiantsHasTeamUp.com. They were good enough to take us in. Mm-hmm. We'll have another news episode coming up for you on Monday. Well, we're going to do it Monday. Well, it'll come out Tuesday, Tuesday probably. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be sitting around Monday going, where is it? Because it'll Find be better things to do with your life. Like going to see Suicide Squad. Yeah. Now in theaters. Matinee. Ten bucks, biatch. Unless Ooh. they announce the Ultimate Edition, then I say, screw it. Wait. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> Let that movie fail. <laughs> Or don't. We need more. I support nothing. I support everything. (laughs) Except when I don't. Until next time, guys. Keep some DC on your screen. Stop Stop the damn thing. Got it. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.